0: Name to the Magnificent Midwest Empire Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Easy. I'm your host tonight. Uh, Manatee Jackson is out of commission, so I'm taking over as host. And joining me tonight is Tay Dizzy. Diz, what up?
1: What up? It's the big Tay Dizzy. I'm so fly I to... might get jizz in your eye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't don't get jizz in my eye, please. <laughs> so yeah, we're uh we're trying this out. Um we'll see how it goes. Um you know, maybe we'll get other people on the pod later on. Maybe this goes really well and we just take it over and never give it back to Ryan. I don't know. We'll see. We'll take we'll yeah, put a, a poll up on the league chat and take votes.
1: Yep. Um Ryan, I hope you're doing all right, bud.
0: Sorry. Manatee Jackson. Manatee. Yeah. We all know his name's <laughs> Ryan by now, so let's all just stop pretending. All right. All right. Enough. Well, so um it's been uh you know, we're doing this a little bit late, so uh the week has already kind of come and gone. And we already have Thursday night games done, but um, that is a good thing because it's given us a little bit of time to think through um, some, maybe some magnificent stories. And Diz, I have one I'd like to start off with. Um, go ahead. I had to go up to Duluth this week. I went to um, I went to Duluth. I was driving up there. I had to stop in Hinkley, and uh you know i had to take a poop so i went into the stall at the bakery at toby's in hinkley Have you mm-hmm. been there
1: nope i haven't been to toby's
0: um if you're been in hinkley, hinkley i would rec- yeah I, i'd recommend going to toby's it's it's uh it's a treat but anyways i'm sitting there in the bathroom i'm taking a poop do you put a, de- mm-hmm. a nest down when you're uh when you're in a public bathroom
1: it depends on the level of urgency i mean if it's sure. like yeah, I mean, if I have time and it's, it's, uh, it's doable. Yeah, I will. But uh, I, that's I not always do. the case. I,
0: I think my my, um, of course, if it's super urgent, I will make sure to to just get get the business done that needs doing. Just e-
1: eject, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. But um, a lot, I'll I'll probably tend to put the nest down more often than not. So, anyways, I put it down. I'm going. Uh, and it's just, you know, your typical run-of-the-mill poop. Um, some guy, someone walks in, they go to the far stall, not right next to me, um, and they pee and they wash their hands, they leave. Super normal, right? Nothing out of the ordinary out of the ordinary there. Then another guy comes in, maybe 30 seconds later, and he saddles up to the stall right next the urinal right next to the stall. So I can see his feet clear as day. And I wouldn't have noticed his feet or him at all. If it wasn't for the fact that I like, I don't, I would be surprised if more than 50% of his urine made it in the urinal. Yikes. It just kept on spilling on the ground in between his feet. Oh no. Like it just, and it wasn't like a steady stream either. It was like, Like it was like he was like, I don't know, it was so weird. And so that was one of those situations where like I'm memorizing the shoes that this guy has and the bottom of his pants because (laughs) I need to know who this who this guy is. Yeah. So I wrap things up. Um I mean he left a trail of his own urine that got like tracked onto the bottom of his shoe. Oh man. It's really weird. So, yeah, I tried to find or I tried to spot him to see like to just to let him know, like, hey, you're a gross person. But he was (laughs) long gone by the time I left. So,
1: oh, man, that's rough. Did you get out of the way or did you did you get a little splattered yourself?
0: No. Yeah. Thankfully, it was far enough away. It it didn't it wasn't really I wasn't in jeopardy, but uh, dang, still a traumatic experience. Nonetheless, yeah,
1: he must have been hammered or something.
0: Yeah. Was I, only I way, hope so.
1: Or just or just really struggling. Man, that's a rough one. Oh nice. <laughs> well <laughs> I I have a couple stories, magnificent stories, um and I, I wanted to share one um it's actually not my shit, but it's a friend's shit, and, and hmm. it's unique. But I think it's I think it's one of the most miraculous uh, shit stories I've ever I've ever heard. So I'll share it. So uh, we're up in the Boundary Waters. Um, one of my friends, one of our friends, his name we'll just call him Big Johnson. He's out on a on an excursion on his own, doing some fishing. Just uh, one person in a canoe, and he's out far enough away from the campsite where he's He's not coming back uh, for a while. He was thinking about staying out through lunch and maybe coming back later in the evening and it starts to rain. And so uh, big Johnson decides he needs to pull up on shore. So he pulls up on shore and uh, he finds an area like underneath this, this uh, evergreen tree and he, and he lays down for a little bit. He's like, God, I got to take a shit. And uh, he doesn't have any TP. And, um, rookie mistake didn't bring anything with him and uh so he starts venturing out uh he's just like I, I gotta go so he starts venturing out and he goes and he's looking after he's after he takes his 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 poop and i'm sure it's pretty glorious from the you know the view given the boundary waters um but he's looking around trying to figure out what he's going to do to clean his ass and uh he turns and he looks and the way he told this story underneath a log was a ziplock bag of teepee in the middle of the woods. And uh, so he lucked out. No way. And uh, yeah. So, and, no. and he brought so the teepee back.
0: <laughs> he didn't even go to a latrine. It was like in, it was just no, like a squat no, was, down kind yeah, of situation. Yeah, he was off the
1: grid. Yeah. yeah, he was in off the grid. I mean, he just had to pull up. It was pouring and he had to pull up and kind of wait out the rain anyway. And uh, decided he needed, he had to go at that time. And he got pretty lucky and, and found a, a roll of toilet paper in a Ziploc bag. And I can't long, imagine what
0: was he walking around? What, did he, uh, like,
1: no, he said he was, I mean, I think he, I think it was within probably, you know, 10, 15 feet of him when he, you know, underneath a log kind of tucked duck, back in there, but there wasn't even a campsite. It was just a, you know, an area that he was in. So
0: wow,
1: super lucky shit. I would, I'd call it a, a lucky shit more than a magnificent, shit. but uh, God I, works in I, mysterious ways. Right. He does, and he yep he he replenished the TP role when it when it was least expected. So unbelievable. Lucky for lucky for Big Johnson, yep. So hey, but here's to you, Big Johnson. Here's to Big Johnson. Well done. Cheers. Cheers.
0: All right. Well, should we uh, dive into some of the recap from Week Two? I know it's a little uh, a little ways uh, in our rearview mirror here, but uh, no time like the present.
1: Let's do it. All
0: right. Uh, Who do you want to start with?
1: For last week's matchups, let's start with your matchup.
0: Okay. Uh, Made it up to uh, over 130 again, second straight week, no big deal, 134. I was going up against our defending champ, Kareem of the Crop. Um, Yeah. I will say I'm happy to report that I did not uh, I did not give up a win to Kareem of the crop. Our defending champions in the year after they've won have a combined three wins total so far so
1: wow yeah uh, that's um, kind of a weird trend.
0: Let's keep it going make sure that uh i wouldn't I wouldn't mind it if the three wins total for defending champions stayed for the whole season. Let's just blank blank out uh Kareem of the crop here. <laughs> Sounds good. Um but yeah Russell Wilson played fine. Alvin Kamara had a bad week, but it didn't matter because Derrick Henry Henry scored three touchdowns and ran for 182 yards and was his team's leading receiver. So 46 points to Derrick Henry. Kudos to yeah. you, sir.
1: Yeah, and that that's pretty tough to go against. I'm glad I wasn't playing you. That is just a tough a tough one to try to, you know, unless you've got two guys that go off and hit, give you 30 or something, it's pretty tough to combat that.
0: Yeah. So. Otherwise, my receivers all kind of pulled their own weight, and uh, Cole Komet it was my uh, go-to for tight end this last week, and he uh, gave me half a point. So, um, I got some injury bugs coming up for next week, so we'll see how that all Turns out, uh, and I am going mm-hmm. up against Sexual feeling, so uh, mm-hmm. we need things to play my way. But if I'm going to stay undefeated, but cream of the crop, uh, you went down. Patrick Mahomes did well for you, 26 points. Um, Chris Carson, Mike Evans, all were pretty good, but you had some. Uh, you had a tough showing in your flex spot with Higby at 1.3 points. Got one point four points from Jarvis Landry, who I think he got injured, right? Yeah, he
1: did. Yep.
0: Kareem Hunt dropping five point eight points for you, so you had some, uh, you had something in the tank there that you didn't get, but uh, eighty six points isn't going to cover it when you're playing the North. Remember, so just keep well, that in mind.
1: Silver lining, if you're going to lose, lose by a, lose by a big amount. I mean, it's it's the worst when you lose by a point or a half a point, and he really had no shot. It's not like there's a combination of players on his bench that he could have, that he could have brought in to save the day. It just, right. he went up against Derek King Henry and, and uh, felt the wrath. So,
0: yep. You go up against the well, bus, uh, you're going to get your head chopped off.
1: That is correct. And I, I personally felt that uh, firsthand this week, uh, hopping into the next matchup, grizzly, Dizly against sexual feeling. <laughs> and, uh, Man, there really wasn't much to to really to really even have hope for in this one. Is, we had. I, uh...
0: <laughs> I gotta say, you just had a really blah performance.
1: I did, yeah. Unfortunately. Yep. Well, and then you know, across the other side, sexual actual Thielen. You know, Lamar Jackson getting you know two rushing touchdowns and a and a passing touchdown. That's a great game from him, McCaffrey. Had a, had an awesome performance. Elliott had his best performance of the year, which which wasn't really great. Um, and then Cooper Cup, I mean, 34 points, two TDs, 160 yards. Um, and then uh, Scary Terry had a big game too. So just all around a lot of a lot of huge um, huge explosions on that side of the ball. And then for me, unfortunately, just a lot of underperforming. I mean, Antonio Gibson, not really, you know, doing what, what we'd expect from him. He got uh, touched on, vultured on with uh, McKissick, and McKissick had a game script kind of led to more of a, a passing attack for them, and McKissick came in. Um, and, you know, a couple points from everybody, but I don't, I didn't only have my, besides my quarterback, I didn't have a guy scored t- over 14. So hopefully the points are coming later in the year here, like, you know, Again, like like uh, I mentioned for cream of the crop, if you if you're gonna lose, at least you know you're not losing by a point or two. This wasn't, wasn't even close. So
0: yeah, um, and I, I think on the other side, sexual feeling, 159 points is uh, a really really strong performance. He had uh, you know good performances from a lot of different people, and he even had two point performers on the bench that he could have used. Um, so I looked it up. I think he could have had 189 points, if, or 187, if he played all of uh, his max score.
1: I have a question for you here. So, looking at the looking at the box score here, I see that Pollard outscored Zeke this week. Mm-hmm. How, how do you navigate that the rest of the year? Do you, do you see Pollard as a as a pivotal piece of this Dallas offense, or do you think that? You know, Zeke's going to eventually take over the, the lion's share of the, the carries here.
0: I don't know. It's hard to say. I feel like it might have just been a flash in the pan. Um, he got that on, it looks like, 34% of the snap count versus mm-hmm. what Zeke get? Zeke was on 71% and he had 84% in the first game. So I, yeah, I'd still yeah. play Zeke until that trend switches a little more. Yeah. Um, I think they're still going to rely mostly on, on Ezekiel Elliott, but, um, yeah, I don't know, something to keep an eye on. Yeah.
1: yeah. Good that
0: he has the handcuff there.
1: Yeah. Pollard looked good, you know, when I saw him out there and, and, uh, he's definitely has fresh legs. So I think a lot of teams are going to do this where they, they kind of run two backs, um, just cause of the extra game.
0: Yeah. Yep. Denver's doing it. Um, I don't know who else. I just know them because I have their uh, rookie guy. Uh, Anyways, like I wanted to look at, uh, I saw 159 out of sexual feeling without even playing uh, two of his better players. And, or I guess better scores for the week, not better players. But um, I was interested to know if that was the highest score for our league. Which off the top of your head, Diz, do you know whether or not someone has outscored one fifty nine ever in our league?
1: No, I don't think anyone has, but uh I yeah, went
0: through I would... and checked. Yeah. There have there have been four times in the history of our league that people have outscored 159 points. Um zero okay. times last year. So uh in two thousand twenty the highest scores were uh one hundred and fifty one points from Kareem the Crop. Um and then Sexual Thielen got 152.
1: Oh, so he's got two of the top three.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. And then Manzel Canadians got 151 as well. So uh so zero times yeah. did someone score more than 159 last year. 2019 was an interesting year. There were two times when someone scored more than uh 159. Um it was Sir Charles Barkley in the second round of the playoffs to get to the championship game, he scored 168.8 against Sexual Thielen, who in that game scored 149. So that was a super high scoring um, semifinal game. And then in the championship game that Sir Charles Barkley got to because of that performance, he scored 179 points against Team Everson, oh, who man. only scored 105 to win the championship that year. Now
1: that now that you say that, I totally remember that because, man, he got he kind of crept into the playoffs and like backed his way in, and then just caught fire. Yeah, and, that was uh, dominant. Yeah.
0: So those were actually those were uh, two of the three top scoring. Weeks of anyone in our league was by Sir Charles Barkley in the semifinals and the championship game in 2019. Um, I do want to contrast the championship game in 2019 with the championship game in 2018, um, who where Market Zero won in 2018 87 to 80 against Brew Crew. Oh, <laughs> a little bit of a, um, who, you know, which team does you know. Which team is going to lose it versus which team is going to go out and win it? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, well. And
0: then twice in um, in 2018, pe- someone uh, eclipsed 159, fully torqued, had 178, and uh, fully torqued again, 161.9. So
1: nice, nicely done, yep. fully torqued. Well, man, I guess there have been a lot of high scoring. So then, 160 isn't you know even. It's good, but it's not, you know, earth shattering.
0: Well, it would be hit. So, Sexual Thielen's score was the fifth highest score that we've had in the league so far. All time.
1: That's still, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. But if you want have... to take
1: down the top score, you got to get closer to. Yeah, it'd to be 180.
0: Or once, I guess the, the top score so far is 179.36. So if All you're right. getting that 180, then you're, uh, you're 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 you got the title. All right, next one: Fevers Fellas versus Market Zero. How about? Okay. Market Zero got out of the loss column. Uh, he scored 119 points against Fevers Fellas. Uh, 102. Garoppolo dropped 20. He didn't get much out of Clyde edwards alaire 38 points out of Aaron Jones, though.
1: Yeah. Well, wow. Um,
0: Four TDs. Yep, that was his uh, his main guy. Thielen dropped 13, 10 from Rob... Uh, who was this? Alan Robinson. mm mm-hmm. um, Any good bench players he left out there? Jordan Love, negative .3 points. Sorry, you <laughs> didn't uh, see a little bit better action in the fourth quarter there. Oh, Ruggs, 22 points on the bench.
1: Oh, yeah. This was one of those games too, where it came down to Monday night. So, Fevers, Fevers fellas probably felt pretty great rolling in, and then got four touchdowns done. So, that uh, that definitely hurts. But um, especially when you've already lost one, you think maybe you got you're you're gonna even out and get one to one and one. And Aaron Jones just drops a big his big dick right in your face with four just, TDs.
0: Just drops a poop right in your chest.
1: Mm. Yuck, no good. Well, congrats to Market Zero.
0: That's Fever's, uh, Fevers, fellas. Nothing bad out of the out of your quarterback and two running backs. Um, I think you've got what you maybe would expect out of them. But uh, oh, and your and Travis Kelsey scored twenty two, so that's normal week for him. But yeah, your wide receivers. Fever's fellas, uh, you got to do better than that. Three points, six points, six points, 13 points out of the wide receiver yeah, core there. Those
1: are, well, Guyton feels like a uh, dart throw. <laughs> Waddle and Watkins feel like pretty boomer bust. So, you know. You
0: yeah. had JD yeah, he, McKissick on his bench. He scored 17. I don't know his story. Yeah,
1: he had a long passing touchdown. I think he had like 80 yards receiving or something like that.
0: Pittman with Indiana had 18 points, 123 yards. 12, 12 uh, targets there.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that would have been a nice guy to get in there. I'm sure he'll be starting for him next week, probably from here on out over a mm-hmm. All Alright, who to next? Let's see. Let's talk about uh, fully torqued versus Brew Crew. Let's let's drill into this one here. So, fully torqued uh, came away with one thirteen, and uh, Brew Crew ninety one. Um, looks like acro- across the board, the big the big uh, savior for the fully torqued squad was Tyler Lockett. One hundred and seventy eight yards on a touchdown. This dude's been on just on fire. So it's pretty nice to have him in your lineup. I'm not sure that that he's going to keep that pace up. I mean, he's been in the past a pretty streaky player. So um, count the count the W's while you can with him, I guess. But uh, he is one of the top receivers of this year. So maybe that he'll keep that up.
0: Fully torqued. Looks like he's playing Josh Allen for his quarterback. He's got Tom Brady on the bench, and that's all he's got on QB.
1: Yeah, well, Josh Allen. I mean, yeah, I think he might. Josh Allen's kind of been cold the last first two games. He's probably get on track here, but Brady's been on fire.
0: The hard thing with those two is that you like. I feel like they're hit or miss, it's streaky. Like, um, like Tom Brady. I don't. I mean, I guess I don't know what he did the first game. How did he do here? I think he had four touchdowns. Oh, yeah, 30 points. Yeah. I I mean, he's so old that, like, you're not going to rely on him to be a 30-point scorer every single game. Like, I think last year, didn't he have a couple games where he just absolutely was a dud? Yeah, week nine, he had three points last year.
1: Yeah, their offense is really great. I mean, one thing with them is I don't think they have a rushing touchdown yet this year, and Hmm. that's not going to last all year. So, eventually, you know, Brady will – he'll have less touchdowns. He doesn't provide the rushing floor that Josh Allen does. I mean, Allen can get out there and he vultures some of the touchdowns away from guys like Zach Moss. And, uh, so I think it's pretty hard to not start Allen, but two really, two good quarterbacks. I mean, not really from a, for a future for looking further into the future, he's going to need to draft somebody. Cause well, who knows how long Brady will play, I guess. Fuck. Yeah. But, uh,
0: I still really, really like his uh, his wide receiver core, and combined with Kyle Pitts for tight end. I mean, Calvin Ridley, Tyler Lockett, just Justin Jefferson, Kyle Pitts. That's a nice yeah. a nice group yeah. of people that you can rely on for you know probably a decent floor on points every single week.
1: Yeah, and Antonio Brown. I mean, he had a really a poor game uh, against Atlanta. They didn't really need him, but. First game, he looked really great. And yeah. so if it's the right matchup, you could throw him in and he could be another great weapon for this team. Running yeah. back's a little weak, though. I mean, I love Chubb, but I've never been a huge fan of Gaskin. I just think I just think his time is limited and someone's going to come in and, and supplant him there.
0: Yeah, looks like he uh... – Got outshone by Zach Moss. I don't know. I I honestly don't know when you would play Zach Moss over Gaskin. I don't know. No, I agree. No. Those two guys,
1: but um, he's he's a fall into the end zone kind of guy. You got to hope he gets. You know.
0: Oh yeah, it looks like he was <laughs> Zach Moss was projected for .95 points. So
1: you are not going to play that. Well, he was a healthy scratch last week, and I think they weren't sure if he was even going to play this week. Got it. But um, but yeah, he. I don't know. I mean, in a pinch, his receivers are so good. You just got to, you just got to get, you know, another guy in there who maybe can get a few catches and fall into the end zone. So. Right. You want to talk about Bruce Cruise squad? We kind of, you know, glanced, glanced over that without talking too much about it. So yeah, I think his thing here, he just, he just had a, kind of like what I had just a, a pretty rough showing from some of his best stars. You know, Prescott seven points, eight points. Tyreek Hill, four points. I mean Joe Mixon, seven and a half points. I mean those guys, that's probably their lowest their lowest point total of the of the year for those those stars.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, and it doesn't look like he left too much on the bench either. I got he had fourteen and a half points from Marvin Jones. Um mm-hmm. No, that was oh uh, you're not
1: gonna start any of those guys over Tyreek.
0: Right. And then his <laughs> tight end, uh who is this guy? Robert Tanyan with the Packers scored twelve points just because he scored a touchdown. But uh Mark yep. Andrews is his regular guy, and I feel like that's a safe start every week. So yeah, I don't know. He uh he just had a tough a tough one. Yep. Chalk up the loss and move on.
1: Yep, yep. All right, let's talk about uh, newly named Team Turd Ferguson and the Montana Manatees.
0: Okay, Turd Ferguson was uh, Sir Charles Barkley. Correct. And he, I'm assuming, along with the picture, he's named his team Turd Ferguson probably number one in honor of our fallen brother, brethren, um, Norm McDonald. <laughs> pour one out pour one out for the man and then uh and then also because his team is a big turd
1: yeah <laughs> well at no I was, mean his le- teams, at least it was, it was last year yeah he was last place he got Najee um he won it the year before so he yeah. had that hot streak we we're talking about so um Really love the effort from the Montana Manatees in naming all of their players. Every player has a nickname, dude. The one, anyone. the
0: ones he just came out with, I I got such a nice little kick out of. Um, what was it? Harry reentry for Larry oh, yeah. uh, Roundtree. <laughs> I enjoyed yeah. that one, and then uh what was his other new one? Mm-hmm. Carry reentry. I'm
1: not it's not popping out to me. Um,
0: oh you know what he picked up Carrion Johnson, who I drafted and I held on to forever. And it bugged the crap out of me to let him go because he yeah. got dropped from the from the Eagles. Then yeah. San Francisco picked him up, and then all of a sudden um MJ picks him up and he named him his those names carry Johnson, he named him Dis Johnson Ain't a on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And he cut him, it looks like, because I don't see him on the roster anymore. Oh, did he cut him? Get him out of there. Uh, I don't see him anymore. But, oh, uh, this is
0: week two lineup. I wonder if it's in just the week three lineup. Oh,
1: okay. Yep, you're right. But overall, this is a, a little bit of a heartbreaker for for Action Jackson. I mean, you have a amazing game from Kyler Murray. And... Mm-hmm sutton performs and i mean you had a couple guys really underperform you know cooper and jonathan taylor and but you're close you know these are the ones that you need to win you know
0: looks like uh, montana manatees was projected the it was it was close 6 point uh he was a 5 point favorite and he ended up losing by mm-hmm. 10 so
1: yeah that's tough Anytime you see Teddy Bridgewater as the opposing team's starting quarterback, you got to kind of get excited.
0: I love to see it. I love that that. that he's playing him. I love that he's getting points for him. I, I, you know, we're all Teddy fans here. I think, and uh,
1: yeah, Yeah.
0: fun to see him doing well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be excited to start him in fantasy normally, but he actually is looking pretty good. I mean, Denver's offense is really struggling to run the ball and. And Teddy, Teddy Two Gloves is out there slinging 34 pass attempts. You know, that's a lot for him. So more than he ever did with the bikes. Yeah. But I think uh, Turd Turd Ferguson needs to get uh, get in here and name nickname some of these players. I wonder if he, he knows how to do that because uh, he doesn't have any.
0: any. Have you nicknamed any years?
1: Yeah, I, I have a few. Yeah. I've tried to be really uh, thoughtful with mine. I don't want to just name them all. Like, uh, like, like Mr. Manatee Jackson, but he likes the names. I know he's a nickname guy. So, um, but crazy yeah, to have see
0: Cordero Patterson scoring twenty-one points.
1: Yeah, he had two touchdowns, but he's he's more of a running back this year. Yeah. So,
0: good to good see him still in the league. I,
1: yeah, I mean, he's a big guy to be to try to tackle. So,
0: KJ Osborne all on right. the bench too for 17 points for uh Turt Ferguson. You know, you're not going to play KJ Osborne. I think it was a surprise to all of us when he, we saw him streaking down the sideline for that touchdown. But uh, you know what? We'll take it.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's getting a lot more play because of uh, because of the injury to the tight end or Big So, they're running a lot more three wide receiver sets. Yeah. Well, cool. Congrats, um, did we talk to Montana
0: Manatee side at all? Um, not a lot to a write little. home about.
1: No, lot of a uh, lot of poopers. A lot of poopers. Cooper pooper, Gasiki pooper. Devontae Smith had a pooper. Jonathan Taylor Thomas had a a pooper. So, poo poo. That's tough. So, all right. Well. Let's, uh, let's move on to, I think this is our last match up here. Uh, we have Boner Sue versus Schmoney team. So looks like Boner Sue kind of shit the bed a little bit. Um, just really didn't have, uh, have enough firepower here to, to make it, to make it work. He, um he probably will be starting Daniel Jones the rest of the year after his big game, 95 rushing yards, 29 points on the bench. Um, And Rondale Moore, what a, what a nice little surprise there. I mean, he's just a jitterbug seven for one, fourteen and a touchdown. So that's, you know, combined uh, 51 points on the bench. That's that would have been helpful.
0: I think we should shout out the Shmoney team. Shimoni
1: for putting a name in there.
0: Well, on the other side of the coin, he left nothing on the bench. He got a perfect 100 mm. percent of his best possible points. He got he won the best manager of the of the week award. One nineteen nice. on that one.
1: Very efficient, but which is Yeah, I mean, one nineteen Adams Adams Rogers.
0: It's a nice... 119 isn't uh, it's not too shabby it's not a 159 or a 130 you know but it, it'll get the job done most weeks
1: yeah i'd feel pretty confident rolling out a, a 119 that's uh yeah i think boner stew won like worst manager of the week award if i remember correctly i don't remember the title of you that. are
0: correct about that yep
1: yeah a lot of bench points but I, I like I think it was last year, Boner Stew's team was looking pretty top notch. Um I think he just underperformed here. He's got, I mean, if you look at his his running backs are maybe a little suspect, but Godwin, AJ Brown, and DJ Moore and Kittle, I mean, that's a pretty nice receiver tight end group there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I was engaged in a trade with uh, Boner Stew last year, where I was the recipient of um, uh what's his name, New Orleans Alvin Kamara. Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah, that was. A big I gave deal. him.
0: I gave him DeAndre Swift and Miles Sanders, and I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a little uh little uh trade remorse on that here and there. Looking at Miles mm. Sanders and looking at the you know the runway they have in front of them. But, uh, you know, it's weeks like this where I'm, I'm well, I guess I, I could look at Alan Kamara and see five points on the board and, and think differently, but, you know, six points from Miles Sanders and um 10 points from DeAndre Swift. You know, I yeah. don't know. It, it, it remains to be seen how, uh, how well those careers play out, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Soup feels like, uh, or Boner Stew feels like he's maybe playing a little bit for the future with his running backs, just hoping to get some youth. And with Swift and Sanders, I mean, they're two younger guys, but I don't know. I think I'd rather be on your side of that trade, especially with the way your team's built. You're looking like you're going to make your run here. So, yeah. So yeah, not a lot to to really report back on on this one. I mean, I guess just looking at uh, Shamani's team, I'm a huge fan of the, the the running or the wide receiver quarterback stack. So uh, you hate to see a Packers stack, but uh, that's a pretty tough one to go up against. So can't really, uh, yeah. It's, and this is probably one of Devontae Adams' lightest games. He didn't even have a touchdown, so this could be a tough one to go up against here. But his running backs are a little weak. Um, Gordon, that's one of the ones where else. I got
0: their, uh, their rookie running back. and um, Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's just going to be a split effort for the rest of the season until one of them kind of shines through. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think Singletary, Gordon will. Didn't you... No, go ahead. Say it again. I was just gonna say, I think Gordon eventually will tail off, and Javante will get his. I mean, he's a first round pick, I believe. So, I can see them maybe passing the torch to him eventually. But they'll probably use two guys most of the year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anything else on this one? Gronk Rob Gronkowski.
1: That's a crazy story, man. I mean, I remember he was a free agent and in the he was in like the rookie draft, I think. And now he looks like one of the best tight ends so just because Brady looks, looks at him in the red zone all the time. He's got four touchdowns you know in two games. Do you know who Rob
0: Gronkowski outscored this, this week? He George Kittle. He outscored <laughs> TJ Hawkinson.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, which is which is the is...
0: the first round pick of Market Zero from our first rookie draft. After he spent forty dollars on Rob Gronk, fifty dollars maybe even on Rob Gronkowski in the initial draft, and then dropped him because he retired, then drafted TJ Hawkinson. He <laughs> could have been rolling with Gronk this whole time, scoring the same amount of points, not wasting draft picks.
1: Well, Gronk sat out a year, right? So. He would have had to just hold him on his bench.
0: Can I? Can I ask you a question, Diz? Yeah. I very recently. I don't know if I really want to broadcast this in case some people aren't tuned in. But I recently uh, dropped, just straight up uh, dropped Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you think I'm going to regret that?
1: I don't. I don't. I think you're holding on to him, just praying that he. I mean. He was the first running back that the Ravens signed, and he went right to their practice squad. And he hasn't even been on the, the team. I think he's. I think he stopped caring about the game, and I think he just is kind of a uh, slow. I think he's slow. He's not. The reason I dropped him was.
0: is well, number one that they haven't they haven't brought him back, but also. Every time I Google him to try to find like what's the breaking news on Le'Veon Bell? What are people's talking about him? What are they saying about him? I get like like news results from like a week ago. Like they're not talking
1: about him at all. No. Yeah, I mean I think he's I think he's pretty much done. I mean, the only way you'd maybe regret it is if like a few more Ravens running backs went down, but if that's if that's what happens i mean i think they're gonna they'll make a trade maybe or i don't know i mean tyson williams i forget who has him and is like kind of propping him as a trade um he's actually if you watch the ravens running backs he is by far the most explosive of the group now i mean those guys are all geezers but i mean he he looks pretty pretty good now i don't know how <laughs> I don't know if he's got a career, you know, as a starter, but, um, you know, when Dobbins comes back, I think, oh, I forgot. I think that's, uh, I think that uh, Boner Stew has Dobbins. I believe he does. So his running backs would look a lot better if he was able to have Dobbins in there. I think Dobbins, yeah, I think he has Dobbins. Or maybe he traded Dobbins. He must have traded him. I don't see him on there anymore.
0: Diz, I have another question for you. Shoot. Um, just peeking through some of these waiver claims. Anything stand out to you at all? Um, I always, I always love it when someone picks up, uh, picks someone up. For, like uh, Turd Ferguson got Justin Jackson for twenty three dollars, and no one yeah. else bid on him.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: He could have got. I for I drop. I,
1: dro- I dropped him. Um. But he has Eckler, so that maybe is why. He feels like he's locking in a handcuff, but that is a pretty aggressive uh, amount by Mr. Fergalicious over there. But uh, I I don't know. It seems like uh, I see a lot of drops from cream of the crop. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Dropped eight players. Oh, I'm scrolled down pretty far. That was a month ago. That must have been right when the. Uh,
0: right before we started. He's getting <laughs> yeah, his roster legal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now I'm down. I was going to so, say, go, like, go
0: for a guy that can't trade or do anything else, <laughs> you should be dropping <laughs> all those players. Yeah. There's
1: a lot of drops. No, that it must have been at the beginning of the year. Yep. But yeah, 23 bucks on Justin Jackson, $13 for Carrion Johnson. Um, Let's see. Dimitri Felton for 16. He's the Cleveland's third running back, but he did look good on the, the run he had. You know, free agents are tough because you're really just like kind of dart throwing. I, and, um, you know, aside from like picking up a rookie that you think is going to get some, some playing time, like um, Roundtree, I mean, he's a rookie, um, or Harry Reach Around or whatever you call them, Harry Reentry. Mm hmm. Um, a couple new waivers that went through today Royce Freeman after the um after the McCaffrey injury I I think that might be a pretty good pickup I I think Chuba Hubbard will get a lot of play there obviously while McCaffrey's out but I had the hardest time cutting Royce Freeman I think I spent like 20 20 uh, <laughs> 20 bucks on him when the initial draft went around because he was a rookie and was supposed to be the guy in Denver, but
0: he is no more.
1: He is no more. Yeah. All right. Well, anything
0: else to throw in here?
1: I don't think so. Do you want to go through the, the awards for the week? And then kind kind of, of wrap it up. I kind Where of tried he... to
0: touch on them a little bit as we were going through, but I think okay. we, it probably it probably demands a uh, special call-out for the best manager, the Shmoni team. He scored 119 points out of a perfect possible 119 points. Well done, bravo, Boner Stew. You sucked this week. He scored 78 points. He could have scored 121.
1: Not enough. Oh, there. ooh, might want to wipe after that one. Ooh, so bubbly. Definitely need a wipe.
0: Who'd you play against? You played against Shmoni team, and guess what? Shmoni team. If if you had outpaced Shmoni team uh, with a perfect possible lineup, you would have beat them. You would have been one to know this week instead of zero and two on the season. So get your shit together, man.
1: You want to take a look ahead at next week quick? And, and uh, do you have any favorite teams for to, to lock down a new high point score?
0: Yeah, well, so I'm going up against Sexual Thielen. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a neck and neck as far as the projections go. Uh, but he had Christian McCaffrey go down. So that is mm-hmm. quite a nice little leg up for me. So I feel like if my team can kind of just go out and perform at Expectations. My wide receiver core is a little banged up um but he's got you know some nice projections out there 14 points from Zeke 14 from all of his receivers so I think it'll be a fun one to watch for all you uh all you guys out there just keep an eye on that one that's a, a battle of the heavyweights um I'm,
1: I'm going to throw a name out there I up for a guy to watch Boner Stew this week. We talked kind of talked him down just with his matchup that he had, and this guy's kind of shit the bed. But he had a Thursday night game from DJ Moore, eighteen points to kick it off. And I th- I really like his matchups. I think Kittle's going to get a, uh, get his game against the Packers. I think they they're not going to be able to guard him. And uh, Daniel Jones against Atlanta, look out there. So.
0: I'd also Good say jersey. your your matchup, Diz, you're going up against Kareem of the Crop. We're trying to keep mm-hmm. the defending champ uh winless. <laughs> uh you are all while you are also trying to secure your first win. Um yeah. and your projected scores are one hundred point eight to uh for Kareem to one oh six for you. So that looks like a nice tight matchup there.
1: Yeah, I think I'll have a I think I should have a bounce back game from a few of these guys, but uh, hopefully no more bed shitting. But um, I like my team. I I don't think I'm going to be in the running this year, but um, I really am looking forward to being able to play Justin Fields. So he's looking pretty electric.
0: Well, Let's keep an eye on these games. We'll be back with you next week to go over them. And uh while we uh outro, let's shout out our undefeated teams, Shmoni team, uh North Remembers, Sexual Feeling, and Fully Torked.
1: Wow. Later. Peace.